Welcome to the most energetic, positive, happy, and healthy podcast in the world. Living the dream. Dream stands for diet, rest, exercise, attitude, and meaning. I'm your host, certified health coach, motivational speaker, sober since July of 2016, American Ninja Warrior competitor, two-time world record holder, and ultra-marathoner, Matt Scaletti. Here we go! Welcome back to the Live in the Dream podcast. I am stoked. Look, he's <laughs> dancing over there already. I have... Harvey Frizzy Daniels with me, and he is an Emmy Award-winning national oh. recording artist. There it is oh. behind him. You can see the Emmy. <laughs> and he's also a member of the 2020 Grammy Recording Academy. Frizzy became the third rapper in history to win an Emmy Award in 2018. Not only is he the new face of fashion icon Steve Madden's national self-made campaign, but in January of 2020, he broke the Guinness World Record for longest freestyle rap by rapping for 31 straight hours. 31. <laughs> and we were there for like an hour and a half of it. It was yeah. amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. Uh, this never before done feat was accomplished on January 11th, 2020, which was also officially declared to forever be known as Frizzy Day in 2019 by the city of Pittsburgh City Council. What an intro. There he is, Frizzy man. in the house. <laughs> <laughs> you make it sound so poetic, man. I appreciate the words. I appreciate the love. Thanks for having me, man. I'm here. I, I, I know. I love it. I've been waiting. I'm so excited for everyone listening or watching. Frizzy and I have become friends over the last few years, and I love this guy. I can't wait for this. We're going to go deep. We're going to go in every different direction. And you're just, I'm so happy that you're here with me. Man, thank you, man. It's going to be hard getting rid of me. I'm stuck <laughs> here. <laughs> well, I've, I've blocked out seven hours, so we should be all right, I think. Okay, we should. that's nothing compared to 31. That's nothing. That's a good right. point. That's a good point. All right. I got I to gotta be honest. I don't know. I've known you the last few years, but I don't know your background. So can you give everybody listening and watching a little background of Frizzy and did you always love rap music or tell us a little bit about you? Yeah, no, nah, man. It's funny, man. I always, um, I was, a, I was, I guess I could say I was a late bloomer when it comes to music stuff. Um, for me, it was a, a interesting ride because, you know, my dad played basketball growing up, um, so, you know, semi-pro NBA college stuff. And so that was my goal was to play basketball, um, was to go to the NBA. So that was my main focus at all times. And I wasn't even really listening to a lot of music. Um, it wasn't like I had a very strict, you know, uh, upbringing, but my mom, like, I was just listening to Will Smith. Will Smith still is one of my, you know, one of my heroes. Big Willie, uh, so I had, you know what I mean? So I had, I had Willinium, all that stuff, right? Like, I had Big Willie style. I still have them. Every Will Smith CD, so I would go and buy them. So all my friends were listening to Biggie and Tupac and Jay-Z and Nas, everybody, I was just listening to Will Smith. So I'd be at the lunchroom table trying to bring in them Will Smith bars. They're like, oh, Tupac said this. I'm like, but did you hear Will on Wild Wild West, though? Did, yes. you, did you get them bars, you know? So, um, so yeah, so when I got into music, um, it, was, it was a talent that I didn't know that I had. And, uh, you know, once it was something that was really, uh, you know, really kind of fleshed, fleshed out and, and we knew what was going on, 
Um, I perfected it. And that's who I am as a person in general. Like, you know, for me, there's no plan B's. So when I decide to do something, I'm going to, I'm going to be the best at that thing. And uh, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm one of my biggest, uh, biggest thoughts or, or biggest motivations. It's like, uh, you know, a lot of people throw things at the wall to see what sticks, but it's like, what if you are the wall? I'm the wall. Ooh. So I don't throw, I, you know what I mean? So I don't throw things at the wall. And it also is a, is an indication for if you're ever going to these times, especially comedians and stuff like that, when people throw, you know, throw stuff on stage or throw hate at you. If you're the wall, that's what they're supposed to do. So you're doing all right. They're just trying to figure out a way to make themselves matter. Oh, everybody that's listening, get a pen and pad because there's going to be a lot more of those gems in this interview. I promise you that. Oh, man, I'm By the way, I didn't know that about Will Smith. That was the only artist that my parents would let me listen to for a long time because I've been a rap fan since like yeah. sixth grade. So, yeah, yeah, I hear you. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. No, man, Will Smith is big for me, man. That's, that's what I was going heavy. I, I'm to this day, you know, and everything that I got going on, I got some stuff coming up with Will Smith soon, too. Um, that people can look out for. So, um, so yeah, man, it's just, it's just been amazing to get to this point in my career and still be an instant, still have, you know, some of my heroes still be relevant to inspire me, you know? Yeah, that's so good. So you said there's no plan B. When did you know, like, when was the transition from, okay, basketball is not going to happen. I'm going to be yeah. a hip hop. And when did you know, I'm pretty good at this. Did you, did you kind of figure that out early or no? Oh, it was cool, man, because I won a contest coming out, going into college, going to Clemson um, and playing ball. Um, I, I, I won a contest. The, the, the Boys and Girls Club of America had like a music contest. It was for everyone. And my friends uh, signed me up. I always say it was accidentally on purpose. And they signed <laughs> me up. And uh, I went into this thing and I wasn't prepared. It was supposed to be like a joke, like kind of like to embarrass me in front of everybody. We were laughing. And... Uh, I, they were like, well, what's your rap name? They're like, what are you going to do? I was like, I'm a rap. They're like, what's your rap name? They didn't have a rap name. They're like, well, do you have backing, a backing track, music? I'm like, no, I don't have anything. And I was panicking. So, because like their plan was working. So I'm like, I'm not going to let my friends embarrass me. So I just freestyled about the judges and what they were wearing. Never freestyle really ever in my life. And it worked and I won the contest, which is crazy. Nuts. At, at the time, too, I kind of felt bad about it because I was like, oh, man, all these other people were here like, with talents they've been working on for years and playing violin and uh, <laughs> yeah. um but uh anyway so i got a chance to work with a guy named ali jackson who's a profound um hip-hop producer um in pittsburgh and then uh john gore who's a very famous um uh, music producer who worked with christina aguilera oh yeah people like that from the city so they kind of taught me all i knew how to do was this freestyle i didn't know how to write or anything so they taught me how to write how to you know how to measure bars and how to kind of create and they would just sit me down in the studio and have me writing and, and like I would freestyle and then have to listen to my freestyle and write what I freestyle and fix it. That's what I, how I used to write in the beginning. Um, and then they were just like, yo, what you do and how you think and the things you do uh, are unusual. No one that can do it as good as you. We've never seen nobody do it. And at that moment, I was like, wow, this is something that I might be able to do. Be a rap star, man, be, be a music star, you know? Um, so I think for me, no matter what, I always wanted to be in front of the camera uh, whether it was playing basketball or, or rapping. But once that happened, I was like, okay, now, because that's that's my mantra for anything. I'm going to be the best to ever do whatever it is I'm going to do. So once I got into music, my dad was like, yo, make a choice. There's no, like, we're not doing both. We're not going to be like, oh, I'm a basketball player and I'm a rapper. Like, we're going to focus on one and, and be the best at it. And that's what I do. You know, the sky, the sky doesn't try to be the ground, you know? Yeah. I told you there's going to be more stuff to write down. There we go. I love that. Oh, it's, but that's so, there's so many gems in there. I mean, you're talking about 
mentors that you had, you're talking about focusing on one thing, laser and just boom, going for it. And it's right. obviously working for you. I mean, it's, it's yes. So well, thank you, man. Well, to me, it's like, you know, a lot of people, sometimes they see tunnel vision as a downfall, right? But for me, it's not a, it's not a downfall if you know where you're going. If you know where you're going, it's the quickest way to get there. No traffic. I mean, sometimes traffic, but no, no stoplights, right? Yeah. You know, like you're just going straight there. There's lights guiding you the whole way. So if you have tunnel vision in the direction you want to go, there's no way to get lost. Oh, you know? Yes, so, I know. And I, yeah, so yeah. The way you I mean, you know more than anyone, especially with, with everything you've been doing and how, you know, we both were athletes. We both push our bodies. You know, you push your body extreme all the time, man. So, you know, when you're – it's funny. When you're running and doing the things you're doing, you're not running per mile. You're running to the last mile. Oh, you know? yeah, you're right. So that's what makes it – it's so inspiring to watch you do that because it's like I can already tell the night before you tell your body where you're going to end up, not where you're going. So it's like, okay, hey, like I'll, I'll meet you at the 100 mile. And uh, like, you know what I'm saying? Because that's where I, that's where my ego goes. When I do something, like if I'm if I'm not like when I was going to Guinness, I was like, I told my ego like I'll meet you at 31. Because between that, there's no ego. Because if I fail, you know what I mean? There's no. Yes. So I told my ego, I'll meet you at 31, and then we'll celebrate together. All right, you know, just because I was gonna wait, but I'm not waiting anymore. We're talking <laughs> right now. We gotta talk. We have to talk about this because. I mean, selfishly, my wife and I were there and could not believe what we were seeing in front of us. It was amazing yeah, seeing I mean, y'all there. I want to I stay here because tell everyone what you did and just, I'm going to ask you so many questions. Like, how do you prepare? How do you get ready? I'm excited for that, man. Yeah. Um, it, it was really cool, man, because it was about like, you know, having this frizzy day every year, every January 11th. I told myself I wanted to do something on that day every year. So something that has to do with charity, something giving back. This was officially, this was the second Frizzy Day, but technically like the first one that was like celebrated because I got honored with it on the last day, last year. So I was like, well, what can I do? Not only to, um, obviously I want to do something like kind of celebrate myself because it's my day, but you know, and, and contribute to the legacy I'm trying to create, but to give back. I want to make sure every Frizzy Day gives back in some sort of way. Um, and I was like, you know what? Let's break a record, man. Let's break, let's break this record. And uh I looked it up, man, and I think that the record at the time was 24 hours or 25 hours. It was 25 hours or something else. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to go for 31. Um, and But I didn't want to – it was different, man, because a lot of the artists that did it before me, um, even some that have attempted it after me, um, have, like, it, done it differently, right? Like, has because you can read scripts if you want to. Like, it's all about, like, rapping and being consistent with rapping. So people were, like, reading scripts or they can perform their own songs or other people's songs. Um, they could do different things, read from a thesaurus if they want to. And I didn't want to do that. I was like, you know what? I want to go straight off the top the whole time. We raise money for Music Cares, uh, which gives money to musicians in need uh, during COVID-19 or during addiction and things like that. Um, and then also involve the crowd, rap about the people I see coming in. You know, if they could want to donate money, they could write something on the board and then I'll rap about what's on the board. But not once did I open up a book or read from a thing, you know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was important for me to make it. And also I, I was standing up on a stage in the middle of a mall for 31 hours straight. So it was really performing as well. Not only, it was enduring between that from performing to rapping from people to making people smile and laugh. So it was, it was unbelievable, man. I mean, I just have to try to paint this picture from my perspective. We yeah. walk in, just so everyone listening and watching knows this, we walk <laughs> in, I mean, there's hundreds of people hanging out in this yeah, area in sorry. the mall. And I, I kid you not, everybody listening, watching, within 
10 minutes, Frizzy added my wife and I into like 10 bars of freestyle. And I'm looking at my wife like, are you paying attention to what he's saying? Like we are, we're in this. Like, (laughs) and it wasn't even, it was cool because you put us in it. That was very cool. But the second thing was like, how's he just coming up with this? This is insane that you can come up with 12, 60 bars. I mean, I I was blown away. Thank you, man. You know, it was fun, man, because I, most of the time it felt like a concert, you know, because so many people were coming in, new people were walking in. Also in the area, you know, the block is a great mall in Northway. Um, and, but it's also not really like known as like a urban mall. There's not a lot of black, black people in there all the time. So it was cool to like, you know, introduce uh, my culture to a new area, a beautiful area um, that just had amazing people in there, amazing shopping, you know, um, your Jagoff was a sponsor, you know, Wahlburgers <laughs> was a sponsor, Ford was over there, Music Cares with the Grammys, like, it was, it was so cool to have everybody involved, and every time, like, I saw people I knew, because there was hundreds of people there, so there was a lot of people I didn't know, but every time I, like, see you and, and your wife, or see somebody else come in there, it was like a, like a five-hour energy shot, right, because it was like, oh, man, my friends are here, I don't want to let my friends down, I gotta, I want to represent my friends well, I gotta, if I'm gonna say their name, I gotta do it respectfully, make sure they're smiling, and they smile, people are looking like, oh, they're talking about them, so I'm introducing people to people, it, yeah, man, it, it was, a, it's a moment I'll never, never forget. That was what, us too, it was one of the <laughs> things, okay, so I need to ask you about the mindset of going Ooh. 31 straight hours, because as you mentioned, I've done some endurance stuff, but I can take breaks. Yes. You were not allowed to take a break for very long. So, yes. like, no. did you think you had it the whole time, or were there any moments where you're like, "Oh crap!" Like, what yeah. if I miss a line? You know, like, how did so? So yeah. So I think you know, for me, I, I'm, and this this may come off cocky to some people, but like, when I just make a decision to do something, I know I'm gonna do it. Like, I don't I make a decision. To, yeah, I don't make a decision to do anything until I'm for sure I can do it. Um, and sometimes that comes really quick, right? It being like, okay, this is something I know I can do. And I, I know that most of it's mental. Like physically, I'm in the gym every day. I train myself. So I knew physically I had it, but it was more of a mental thing of being like, yo, can I do it? And then also what was great is being smart, right? Uh, uh, Dr. Jackie um, and Dr. Seuss um, at UPMC were amazing. And they, they helped uh, kind of get me prepared in the beginning of it. I went to UPMC, they, you know, did a whole bunch of different exams on my throat, on, you know, on my esophagus and making sure that my vocal, co- vocal cords were ready to go. And then they, they, they were there the whole time with me. Every time I took a break, they were there with, you know, I, I did uh, steaming on my throat and just like, you know, taking care of myself, working out outside in the rain. I think the toughest time, I think the toughest time for me was probably like 4 a.m. I think 4 a.m. Was the, was the hardest moment because now a lot of people were there. People were there the whole time because it was open. But I say at maximum, it was about almost 300 some people there at a time. Uh, but at 4 in the morning, it was maybe like 30 people there, maybe, maybe yeah. 20. Um, so uh, it was, not only did that make it hard, but with the breaks, I had to go a certain amount of time in order to get the maximum amount of time for a break because you got five hours, five minutes every hour, but they accumulated. So, um, and then they started over once you went. So, you know what I mean? So it was like uh, at four in the morning, like I finally started to kind of snack a little because I was basically fasting the whole time. But then I had to go to the bathroom and number one and number two for for everybody listening. It was real. (laughs) <laughs> and, and if anybody knows when you got to go, like your body, like, yeah, I mean, you hold it too long, it starts to become painful and cramps. <laughs> so that's where I was. I was at a place where like, 
it, but it, but I knew that if I had stopped to go to the bathroom, I would have only got like a three minute break, and there was oh, no way I was going to even be able to go to the bathroom at the time. And if you come back too late, it's over. Like you lose instantly. So pushing through that, I think I started crying at that point because I was in so much pain and I couldn't stop talking, I couldn't stop rapping, and then trying to communicate with everybody. I had to make a rhyme as I'm rapping, and that was my big thing. Is a lot of people that when you when you see them do the record, they're just kind of talking rapping because because the the rules kind of say if you talk in rhythm it's considered rapping and to okay. me i was cheating so so for me i had to make sure i rhymed every single thing i said so i'm trying to communicate i'm in pain i'm crying at four in the morning there's no you know i'm, I'm hungry i'm sleepy and, and but i pushed through it i knew once i got through that it, the rest was gonna be easy oh i i love how you say you push through that and i'm sure 4 a.m Plus, you've been awake for God knows how long at that yeah, point. Yeah, it started at 10 a.m., I think, at that point. Yeah, we started at 10 oh, a.m. Yeah. yeah. yeah so you're, you're, Woo! That was... Woo! Oh, my God. right now. I'm like, oh, okay. So, wait, wait, wait. Let me get this straight. Does that mean next frizzy day, are you going to go for 40 hours? Or what? Is that what you're going to do? Listen, I might have to, man. I might have to. It's, it's weird, man, because I, I, I find myself, you know, in the, in the pursuit of greatness, you have to be patient with time, Right. And you have to have an understanding that time has your best interests at heart. And you got to learn how to work with it and not against it. And, um, you know, COVID has changed. Stuff. Like I think somebody attempted my record and, and technically like beat it, quote unquote. Um, but they did it during COVID with COVID rules. So there's like a accent above what they've done compared to what I did because uh, their rules were completely different than mine. Um, and it got to be in the house on a couch, chilling. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? It, it, like things are different. So, um so it's, there's different rules, but understanding that who I am and what I've done and what I've accomplished um, inspired the world. And that's, that's really what I want to do at all times is inspire the world. I think that that's one of the reasons why we're here on, uh, you know, in existence. It's, to ex and it's not only inspire existence, but for me, uh, I, I don't know if I should say this for a question you were going to ask earlier, later on, but for me, I want to inspire God. That's, that's who I am. That's how, I, that's how, that's my everyday thing. You want to inspire God every day? I want to inspire God every day. Oh. When I, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a spiritual person, a religious person. When I, even when I pray, when I pray, I, I ask God how his day was. <laughs> and I ask him, you know, how he's feeling. And I asked him, um, or her, <laughs> I asked yeah. them, um, what, you know, what did they create today that I may never see? And how did that make him feel um, creating something that not everything that he's ever created can appreciate? What does that feel like? Because that's kind of what we do, right? We, we have experiences every day. We do great things every day. We make people smile every day that not everyone's going to see. So you change someone's life and the next day somebody could be on, on the internet like, you're stupid. You don't matter. You don't ever help anybody. You, you don't care about nothing. You never called me back. But the day before, you may have called six people back and made their day, right? So understanding that um, you're going to create things that not everybody's going to see. Um, and you're going to make happiness to that everybody's going to share and being okay with that. So if I can inspire the person that's created inspiration, you know, it's, 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 that's the goal. I think that might've been one of the best things I've ever heard you say in my life. That was so oh, good. Man. No, I'm serious. And, Thank and you, for, man. for so you. many reasons, I mean, I'm listening to you say that and I'm a spiritual person as well. Yeah. I've prayed many times. I've never once asked the big guy, how he's doing. I, I've never yeah. done that full disclosure. And I'm going to do that next time. And I think to me, there's another nugget in there, which is I'll never forget the second I met you, you, 
I was excited to ask you about you and you kind of won the battle because you asked me about me more than I could yeah. ask you about you. And then <laughs> you asking God, but that to me, that's such a big part of who you are is you just care about the person that's in front of you. And I think it's something that is going to help you go beyond your wildest dreams. Thank I hope you. anyway. Thank you so much, man. I mean, for me, it's exciting to, because of my relationship with God, it's exciting to think about appreciate, like what's the best way to respect him is to appreciate what he's created, right? Yeah. When you work with, and even from a lower level, when you work with a brand, uh, wearing their stuff is the most important thing, right? Um, you know, when you are sponsored by food, then eating their food is the best thing, right? So if I'd say that I love God and I appreciate him, what's the best thing to do, but just to respect the things that he took the time out to create. So knowing that he took the time out to create you, you're not a rock, you could have been a tree, you could have been a bug, right? You could have been a couple of different things that I may have never had that conversation. But if I'm meeting you, that means that a long time ago before we existed, there was a plan for me to meet you. So I'm going to take advantage of that opportunity and find out all the stuff that I missed. Like there's years that I'm, I didn't even know you existed. So like, fill me in. What's, what's, why, how did we get to this point where we're in the same room, especially me and you, because we were getting honored, you know? Um, and, a, and a small group of people that don't get honored, that don't get that opportunity to get honored um by by anything in general within your community so to be able to be in that place of being out of room um, i was excited to know you know the, the plan of your existence it was exciting to figure it out and now you're stuck with me forever so that's, <laughs> it's gonna get weird i'm excited <laughs> i will never get rid of frizzy that's not such a bad thing that's not a bad thing okay i gotta ask you for those that have not listened to your music i it's just incredible to me, and you're probably, for listeners, you're probably not surprised to hear this, but all of his songs, you can tell there's so much thought that goes into the lyrics. And oh, the chorus and the melody, everything. but the lyrics to me, it's just insane how good they are. Can, can I ask you, what, Thank you man. what's the process? Is it, do you come up with the lyrics, then try to find a beat? Do you get the beat first, mm. and then you add lyrics? Like, how does that all work? Good question, man. It, it actually, for me, I, I think there's no limit, right? It's it's about uh, you know you can't argue with with um, with creation, right? You can't you can't argue with inspiration. When those things come to you, you just kind of got to go with it. For me, like it all depends on the circumstances. Sometimes I'll be with producers that'll just send me beats and be like, "Yo," and I listen to it, and then bang, it come up. I come up with something right there, or you know, I trust myself a lot when it comes to that. So if I hear something that card creating with it, I might record it or write it down, even if I'm mumbling and then kind of build it up from there. Or sometimes um, with a couple of different songs, I'll come up with it by myself, like just driving in the car or chilling out. Um, I do this thing where my mind will write while I sleep. I'm a micro sleeper. So I, I sleep about four hours a day um, and then I'm good for the whole day. So sometimes when I sleep, my brain never turns off. So like I'll wake up, like if I have a problem or something, I'll ask my brain to figure it out while my body's resting. And then I'll wake up and get it. So sometimes I'll wake up with lyrics and then I'll, I'll send it to a producer. I'll be like, hey, listen, can you create something to this? And then they'll send me back something that matches it perfectly. And then that's the creation, man. So, I mean, we're, I'm, I, I basically, I think of it like a kitchen, man. I'm cooking, I'm cooking with anything that can heat up at this point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I do. <laughs> that's what I'm on right now. I'm hungry. I'm hey, hungry you. for the success. So if it heat up, we cooking on it, man. Here, here's what I love about what you're saying. You're hungry for, here's a guy, he's hungry for success. He's had a ton of success, but instead of saying, oh, I'm good now, like I've, you just, you're obsessed with not, not success, but getting better and improving yourself. And yeah. I mean, I, 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 was, I mean, it's funny, man. I could say, I would say I'm, a, I'm obsessed with success within perspective of different people. I think I'm, a, I think I'm obsessed with, pers 
with success and the perspective that comes with it. Because I know that, you know what? It's, here's a good way of saying it. I'm, I'm obsessed with, with, with the responsibility of success more mm-hmm. so than success. I think that getting the success puts me in more powerful positions and then it gives me more power to do good or it gives me more power to change people's lives. Because I'm realizing within the society and within the world we live in, the more power you have, the more you can dictate how powerful people feel. And that's something that I think a lot of people forget. They get power, they, they get selfish, and then they use that power just for themselves and they, they try to keep people down. But for me, the, I see it like the more power I get, oh my gosh, I can make so many more people powerful and then what does that do? That just allows them to then create more, make more people powerful. And then you have really no problems in the world because I think that that's one of the biggest problems we deal with is that not enough people have tasted what power feels like. And they, right, so you have a lot of people trying to fight for power and a lot of people who have it trying to hold on to it. And it's like, no one wants to share power. And that's what we need to share instead of sometimes even more so than opinions. Oh yeah, that's so good. It's it's almost yeah. like the abundance mindset versus the scarcity mindset. And you're clear, you're so abundant up there. And I think it's, I think that's so cool. You you got me thinking. There's so many different things. So I got to ask you, Frizzy, as you're, how do I want to ask you this? How important? Clearly, you have strong positive values. Yes. As you've climbed the sort of the ladder of success, have you? Have there been temptations to go against the values or did you have such a strong set before you had any fame that you've been able to stick to it? Yeah, uh, both. Yes, the both. You know, I think um, that in the pursuit to make sure that when I'm gone, I'm I'm, I'm remembered as more than human. Mm -hmm. As a human, I prove it to be true consistently because I think, I, I, I'll tell you this about myself. Some people, people who know me, know me about this, but I, I've had to work on the vengefulness, right? Of the vengefulness of purposeful evil, right? People cool. just, right? People just being, making mean and bad decisions just because. And I think growing up, I'm a big superhero fan. I'm a big nerd, right? So I, I see, I see. Sometimes I see it like. Um, you know, in, in Civil War, in the movie Civil War, Spider-Man says, if you have power um, and then bad things happen and you do nothing to, to stop it, then it's your fault that it happened. Mm-hmm. And, right, and so that stuck with me hard because I was like, even as a king, right, someone that not only the city calls me king, but I carry myself with that type of mentality, the responsibility of the kingdom, the responsibility of the people, the king serves the people, not himself. And so when you see somebody sometimes just do something spiteful or just bad just to be bad it, it hurts you sometimes you want to teach them a lesson so i've had to like learn sometimes that it's not my job to teach them a lesson all the time because that's something i've wanted to do um and watch it i'm bad at like teaching a lesson and then like like <laughs> watching you get the lesson <laughs> and then that's satisfying for me i'm a scorpio too so they say that that's what scorpios do um but yeah so i i, I think I, and, and learning how to control the the like okay so like it's some you know i've, I've had bad experience experiences in my career with people who have taken advantage of my kindness or used me in a way. And I go, um, I, I just want to like get revenge. Right. But I realized that success, like everybody says, it's the greatest revenge. So that, you know, so it's like, cool. I'll let you, if you want to, you want to work so hard for this moment, you can have it. Cause I'm working on a legacy and a legacy is much bigger than a moment. So, oh. you know, you know what I mean? So it's like, no one talks about, uh, no one, no one knows the name of the cow that gave you a glass of milk. 
right? <laughs> but the, right, no one like no one's like. So you can have that glass of milk, dog. I, I have the cow. Some some <laughs> so. I hope you drink it real slow. And all, I mean, now, do I hope you're also lactose intolerant? Absolutely. But drink it <laughs> as slow as possible. You know what I mean? So that, I think that's that's the thing. No one, you know, that that's the moment you want a steak dinner. That's that's dope. But I own the I own the whole ranch. I'm working on owning the ranch. You know, I say it in a, there's a line in the song. You know, uh, especially right now when it comes to being a rap, you know, a rapper is kind of comes with drug dealing and. and glorifying drugs and stuff like that and I'm, I'm i don't do any drugs at all and i think you know flipping birds is something that rappers say all the time right like our flipping birds which is like you know getting a product and then flipping it to make um double the profit on it right so i'm like, flipping birds out here i'm flipping birds so in one of the songs i say um you guys worried about flipping birds i bought the aviary right oh. and it's oh. like to let them know that like this there's a the difference right there's a difference in saying birds and in, in, in it in a conversation of product and, and being a bird and being a fly in the sky, right? Being able to, you know, so it, it's, 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 it's like, what do you mean? Why would you not want to be, why would you not want to fly? That's the closest way of, of seeing things from God's perspective. Oh, that is so, yeah. that's a great line. I'm, I love that line. <laughs> I got to figure out what song that's in. Don't tell me. I'm going to figure it out on my own. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Cool. 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 <laughs> you got homework. You got homework. It's out there. So I can't remember to see it. <laughs> you, should see, you should see my wife when I listen to some of your music and there's a punchline. My face is just like, did you hear that? Did you just hear what he said? Uh, I love that so much because I'm so like, Jay-Z is, is my musical hero, right? Oh, and yeah. I remember when I first started to like catch up and, and he became like when I left from Will Smith to, to Jay-Z, that was the moment for me. Like I would listen to a song and be like, how did, how did he think of that? And then I would listen later and get a new one. And I was like, I, I need to be like this. Like I want people to listen to my music over and over again and get a different bar every time. Like, ugh, I love that. Feeling. I, so, I love what you just said too. hear the same song and you might catch a different lyric in one time listening versus another one. That's so true. Yeah, man, I think that's, that makes for the best anything, even for movies and, and even, you know, even when you see someone drink wine, they're like, oh, that's great. And they drink it again. They're like, oh, is that da, 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 da. like they taste it? You know, you want you want layers. You want layers to whatever you exist. You know, the, the lyrical lasagna, as they say, um, for my pasta lovers out there. I, and I'm also hungry. As early. <laughs> <laughs> lyrical lasagna. That lyrical lasagna, that l l out here, you know. <laughs> You're killing me over here. <laughs> okay i gotta just because you brought it up i'm so curious yeah. to ask you something you've you've mentioned i'm writing down a lot of what you're saying to trust yourself and i think that's huge no matter what area of life you're talking about but you also mentioned ego and my question is maybe we'll go a little deep here but i'm yeah. so interested to ask you how do you find that because to me you're a confident person and you do trust you. yourself. And I don't, yes. I mean, maybe I'm biased because I know you, but I don't come <laughs> off as this guy's ego is ridiculous. You know what I mean? But how I, do, I work on that. Yeah. How do you find the balance of, I don't want to say balance. How do you know where the line is from? I'm just trusting myself and confident person versus ego. I, I, you know, what's great, man. I think there's a difference between an idea and faith. Right. That's that's the difference. I think with me is most people when they tell you something, they say it with confidence or, or they tell you they're going to do something. They, they, they're trying to convince you of the idea of it. Like, oh, I'm going to do something. And then they start to convince you. Right. That's that's ego. That's that's where it gets cocky, where they they don't truly believe it. But if they can make you believe it, then they believe it. 
And then that means they don't trust in themselves, right? But the faith, right? The faith in yourself and knowing that, knowing in the absolute and the unseeable is phenomenal because I, I can see it. If I can see it, then it's true. I know it. So whether I can see it with my eyes open or my eyes closed, it doesn't, it doesn't define the, 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 vis, the visual. You know what I mean? Like, so I know, okay, I am going, I know in order for me to be the best to ever do this, it's on me. I got to do it first. So that's it. I see it already. I know, I know it's going to happen. I got to do it. That's fine. And that's why I think if it's human, like, that's one thing that my father should say, if it's humanly possible, you can do it. It doesn't matter what it is. It might take me a little longer to train for it. I might have to do a different type of exercise and prepare myself differently, but I can do it if I want to do it. There's no, right. There, there's no limit to faith. There's no limit. So you can just, you know, that's, that's my thing. So I, I understand. <laughs> I, I always think to myself, this is, this is literally what I say to myself. Because people are like, how, you know, how do you see it? How did you see the end of the 31? Or how did you see you won in the Emmy? Or how did you see it? I go, blind people do amazing things every day. Mm, that's every, every day blind people do amazing things. They do things people with sight can't do, right? Um, so you're telling me that because they're blind, because they can't see, that they can't achieve goals? Mm. So imagine me with eyeballs and being able to, to see 2020 vision, being like, I can't see this happening. When a blind person does something amazing every day, I mean, I'll never disrespect some, a blind person like that. That's amazing. Even even this year, I, you know, I learn a new skill every year. Um, that's one of my things. I learn a new random skill every year. I'm learning Braille this year. Wow. And yeah, it's just, it's something I want to do because it for me, it's a mentality, right? Being able to see the, you know, to be able to communicate with people who can't see my vision. It was something that I always, for me, was my thing. So it's like, if I know Braille, then I can communicate regardless if you can see see me or not. So uh, everything I, I do every year is part of something that is a metaphor for my legacy, uh, myself. So yeah, so just, I, I, if you can see it, that's it. And I don't have to convince you of what I see is different. You know, it's, it's interesting that we live on the same planet, but right now we can see the sun and someone else can't. Doesn't make what I'm seeing not true. Doesn't mean that the sun's not there. Same with the moon. And if I look up hard enough, I can see the moon in the daytime, but Someone can see it blatantly. So if someone calls me like, yo, the moon is up high. I'm like, it ain't over here. You're a liar. <laughs> no, there's no, no way the moon is up there. Like it is. I'm going up there right now. I'm like, no, you're not. Cause the sun is there. That doesn't make it just cause I can't see. You know what I mean? So it's the same thing with, with haters or people who don't believe in you. They can't see what you're seeing. That doesn't mean it's not true. Mm. Just, you know what I mean? And I guarantee they'll believe you when you get there. Well, that's such a good, I'm so glad you said that about the, the haters and just staying focused on your vision because you're right. We're, I don't, I don't even know what your vision is clearly because it's yours. It's not mine. Right. Exactly, I mean, man. I love that. Oh, that's exactly, so good. Exactly. You know, create, create mental TVs, man. Create mental TVs and give everyone the, the remote, you know, and, oh. and, and let, you know what I'm saying? And let them, let them channel sir. And, and that's the goal, right? Is to achieve something on every channel of your life. So that way, if a hater or a supporter or somebody else or someone in these inspiration, you give them the remote, you let them channel surf on your success. And no matter what channel they go to, they'll find a different inspiration somewhere else. You know, and, that, and, and it depends on what they want to watch. They want to see some charity stuff. I got that. I've been giving back since the beginning of my life. You know, they want to see some music stuff, turn to the channel and get your MTV or listen to whatever you want. To, you want to hear some inspirational stuff, go there. I love writing stuff. I want to, you know, I'm, I'm doing it. So that's the consistency of it is, is making sure that you cover you cover it, like I said, every channel. You you make sure you give something different because everybody wants something different. So in order to be, you know, in order to be the best, you want to make, you know, you want to be able to inspire anybody that needs to be inspired.
I think. Mental TVs. Mental TVs, man. Let them channel surf, baby. (laughs) I also have, I think this should be, who might tell you what a song title should be, but No Limit to Faith sounds like it's got a nice ring to it. I I feel like that would look good on a t-shirt. You know what I mean? It might be on the frizzy.com. I might head out on there quickly (laughs) with people to go. That might be a plug real quick. You know what I mean? By the time they hear this, that shirt might be up on the website, you know? <laughs> Matt might be wearing one. <laughs> right. I'll be the first one to rock that thing. That's a great line. Thank oh, you, man. Thank you. And actually, I'm, I want to bring this up and shed more light on this because one of the first things I heard about you before even meeting you was your charity involvement. And I have to say, I have to tell the story. My wife runs a charity uh, with helping young adults who are battling cancer. And this man, Frizzy, on like a week's notice, wrote an entire song for young adults battling cancer and performed it in front of 500 plus people at my event. And this guy, like, that's just an example of who you are, I think. And it's incredible to me. It means a lot, man. That, oh man, that experience really changed my life. You know, being able to not only be in that room and see so many survivors and people that are fighting like fighters it was survivors and fighters in there and supporters so having seeing a, just a room full of i believe in you is like wow you know and, it, and it, it really it really sets things into perspective um and i remember sitting down with them it was one thing that stood out to me um and they were asking them like you know they said they would be in the room and a room and the doctor would like you know ask them about their will Right. And that was something that was like, I've never even thought about that. And that, and to get that question and, and to be fighting against something you can't control is is unbelievable. So I was just like, let me just, you know, you always want to surround yourself with people that make you better. And I was like, if I can get in a room with 500 survivors and fighters, oh, my gosh, the, the amount of confidence, the amount of understanding of life the amount of appreciation of time that I will leave with. And also, and, and it was great too, because I just left with great friends. I've made some amazing friends. I posted something yesterday. Um, there's a, a three-year-old girl battling leukemia right now. Um, and my, my friend Maria, who I met <laughs> literally at your wife's um, charity, um, and we're helping just to, you know, to try to get some bone marrow samples in to try to save her life. I've never met this little girl before, but if we can pull this off, I'll get a chance to meet her. Mm-hmm. And that's exciting. Stuff like that is which is, I mean, you're, you're not only are you just having massive success, but you're help, like you said, you're doing exactly what you're saying you're going to do. And it's so oh. cool. It's just so cool for me to see it up close. Thank you. And man. thank you. Yeah, this is who knows where the heck you're going in the future, but I have a feeling I need to get you on the podcast now because I'm not going <laughs> to tell this guy in like a well, year. Listen, man, but you, oh, see, here's God. the cool thing about you, man, is that like you're doing you have done so much in your life and you are continuing to do so much and you're such a positive impact that no matter how high I get, I'm going to see you. Like to me, you're the great wall of China, right? <laughs> so no, no matter how high I get in my career, I'm always going to be able to see you. I can see you from the sky. I can, well, if I'm on the ground, I can Google you and see you. If I get to the sky, I can see you. If I get to space, I can see hey, you, right? We're recording this. So you got to stand by that. Just so you look, know. look, look listen, man. Listen, I'm, I'm literally going to tell you a thing that's like, what's your first, like, what do they call you? going like, my name is Wall, Great Wall. That's going to be your new nickname is Great Wall. Like, for real, you know? Like, definitely, dog, definitely. <laughs> all right, I'll go by Great Wall. Uh, I, love I love that. that. Shout out to all the Genghis Kongs out there hating, you know? Stop trying to make this interview about me. It's about I'm you. I'm sorry. I, look, 
Listen, All right. what, what's the title? Like the title of the podcast is based on your existence, so that's not my fault. That's your. <laughs> All right, of all of the frizzy moments, and we heard about singing, Woo! rapping for young adults battling cancer. You got Guinness Book of World Record. You got right. an. Emmy. Is there a moment, or more than one, where it's just a favorite moment? Whether it's whether it's frizzy, the artist or the human being, the family man, yeah. whatever. Is there a moment that just stands out like? This was just a great moment in my life. Oh man, I've I've I have so many of those, man. I'm actually I'll give you a, I'll give you a secret because it should be this thing should be out by the time um, this comes out. Is that I have an, I have a, a mentality that I'm actually doing something with um, for the Grammys with. Um, it's called Catch and Release, right? Okay. And that's one of my mentalities with moments is that I catch them and then I release them. And I, re- and I catch them and I release them back um, into, into the universe so that someone else could catch it. Mm. So, so, I, right, like, so I celebrate these moments and like catching a fish and I take the picture of it and then I give it back so that it can, it can exist for someone else to catch and give them that same moment. Um, and, and also give me more space to build more. Cause I don't ever, I think that's what people do is they, they, they get, they reach their goals or they reach bucket lists and they hold on to them and it creates insignificant, insignificant, uh, insignificant, oh, not insignificant, dang, um, insufficient space. Oh yeah. Right. Like mm-hmm. a phone, you know, you keep so many pictures, you can't take any more. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and then how are you, how else are you supposed to capture moments then? I, I, but I think for me, when I go back, and I actually have a photo. It's weird. I'm not, I promise I didn't set this up, but the photo is right here because I had to take it off the wall, right? But I have no idea what's about to happen. I'm so excited. So, oh my. So I don't know if you can see this. Can you see this photo? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just turn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. That's perfect right there. You know, right? So that moment for me, um, really sad. I've done, I've, I've done huge shows. I've done arenas now and stadiums and Wait, stuff like it- that. Just if somebody's listening, can you explain what, what that picture Oh, was? that picture was, uh, it was me in front of I think it was 2,600 people with the lights in the air. Uh, you know, unfortunately, um, the, the attack uh, on a synagogue, on, on the Tree of Life synagogue here in Pittsburgh was tragic, right? And a hate crime, and it was terrible. Um, so myself, Warner Brothers, Dan and Shay, 100.7 star, um, we did a concert at the Biome um, to raise money. We, rose, we, rose, we were able to raise, rose, we raised over uh, $50,000, uh, right? Wow. It was a sold out show. Um, and in that show, uh, I, I was able to, I brought out a special guest um, to do the song with me, uh, which, was, which was unbelievable. Um, and it was uh, Faith, Hope, Love was, was the song um, we did. Chris Jamison was the artist. Uh, it's his song, I'm featuring the song. Um, and I wanted to have a moment. We had been rehearsing uh, for this moment, um, and I was like, "Yo, what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna have everybody put their lights in the air to like candles to show remembrance of those that we lost, and 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 to to show them the light and to show them that we're here and we care about them and we miss them and we're sorry for you know what happened to them and we will never forget them." And so we were practicing it. I actually have footage. I probably have to post that of us practicing. Um doing the light in the air and I was like okay Chris I'm gonna have you come out and then we're gonna do this and then we're gonna wave it he was like okay cool you know we had practiced it so uh, when we did the moment and just like stopping and looking because it was so dark you couldn't see anybody all you could see was the lights and to see almost 3,000 lights in unison going back and forth um, I'll send you the clip if you want to put yeah. it yes. up on, on, a, on a podcast seeing that was like it made me cry while I was performing 
Um, and it was like, it was just everyone coming together and the understanding and, and the RIP and the rest in power to everyone that we had lost. And I think that to me stood out. And then uh, what made it better was uh, a couple weeks later, my mother um, was at work and she reached out to me because one of the people that she worked with, one of her friends she worked with, her, both of her parents had got killed. Oh in the God. in the shooting, um, and her parents had both like survived the Holocaust or or, or survived um, um, or their grandparents were in the Holocaust, and then the, her parents both went to church and they both they both died, and uh, her friend was at the concert, and oh, wow. he, she told my mom she reached out to my mom and like told her that what I did the moment of the lights was something she'd never forget, and it was insane to me thinking about us rehearsing that. And, and planning that without even knowing, you know, not even being able to completely share that pain that she had been going through and to be able to give her a little bit of relief. And that moment knowing that though I didn't know her parents, I felt them. Mm. And that was something I think for me for the rest of my life. And, and my girl, Christina Safini, uh, she got that picture from the Triggering Review. It's in, it's in the story. They released this big story of me called The Rap. Uh, a rapper's life and that was that that was like the the, the shot you know the, the yeah. photo so you know we got that framed it's, it's it was hanging on the wall i had to take it down because i had to put some other stuff up and reorganize but that i mean that shot of forever forever that's a special forever. moment right there i mean that yeah. and as you as you're as you're talking about the moment i i can't help but think i'm almost learning more what you meant about you creating music to help inspire because i mean uh, am I right in saying, I mean, a song, I, I think your songs, other songs can actually change my mood. I mean, I can go oh, like, yeah. a decent day to an amazing day just by hearing oh. one song. Is that a big reason I, why you do what you do? Yes, man. Yes. So, well, you know, music is a universal language, hmm? right? It doesn't matter what language you speak. You can feel me if I say it the way I'm supposed to say it, you know? Um, that's part of my inspiration too. A moment that I, I, I've had, I've gotten a chance to have, I haven't got a chance to have it in person yet, but I've, I've had it online. But I remember Jay-Z um, did this special MTV where he brought water to some African villages. And when he was there, 50 Cent did something similar too. And when the foot cameras were there, all these kids who don't speak American were rapping their lyrics. Oh, and I was the only American, Amer you know, only uh, English they knew. And that was like amazing to me. I was like, oh my gosh, like they, you know, and it made me realize like, wow, this music is really universal. It's, you know, even to the point where you watch these, you know, I'm a super nerd, like I said, you watch these alien movies and, you know, uh, Fried Green Tomatoes, all those classics where that's how they communicate even with the aliens is through music, through sound waves. So it's, it's, it's a fact that's scientifically proven that sound waves can go through your body and create a different type of, um, different type of energy within you right um and so if i can do that with my lyrics if i can inspire you or give you something to quote you ever be working out and the part comes to the song you rap it out loud you don't even care who's around you you know even if it's two words i don't want to go through the door you might not even be anybody, <laughs> what is he listening to but that, that line it stood out to you because you might be in the middle of a transition you might be leaving you might you know you might be leaving one room going into the other you know I yeah, that's so true. And that's a great story with Jay-Z and not even speaking English and they rap in his lyrics. I have a feeling Crazy. that's going to be happening with your lyrics if it isn't already very soon. So I'm that's, excited. That's, that's one of the goals, man. I can't help it, but it's gold in it is just, it's my jam. <laughs> I mean, that's, I love songs, oh. but that one for whatever reason. If you that's my baby. Is that your baby? That's, that's, that's the one. I mean, that for me is what, 
opened the door with me building a relationship with the Steelers. When the Steelers decided to make it their official song of the season, it was like, what? Seeing the Steelers commercial with Golden in it playing or watching Monday Night Football and hearing Golden in it play going into commercial, I was like, this is great. But, I mean, it's perfect because, you know, Mace Tomlin made the beat, um, who is Mike Tomlin, the coach, is his son. So he made a beat, and then my boy D Roy, who has a Grammy and 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 uh, for stuff with Jay Z, Beyonce, everybody. He's in New York. He also edited to it. So that that had a great energy, especially growing up in Pittsburgh. You know, everybody in Pittsburgh is Steelers fans. So you know, have seen the Steelers score a touchdown. We were at the game. I have video of this too. We were at the game, and they scored a touchdown, and you hear Golden they play, and you see the fans rapping the lyrics on a mix. Golden and the players dancing. And you're like, we were in the studio creating this, like. And now the world is wrapping it, and it just it creates this king mentality. I saw the Golden State Warriors do something with it because they're gold, and seeing the Saints do something with it because they're gold. It was like, what are you talking about right now? Who is this? When you sent me the video of you jamming out of the Steeler game with your own song on in the back, <laughs> I'm thinking, like, what does that even feel like? I can't even imagine what that feels like. Insane. Man, it, it's it's one step closer to a to a huge bucket list idea uh, yeah, plan I had because that way I want to I want to sell out Hans Bill one day. So being able to hear my song already on the speakers kind of creates that mentality that you know it's possible. Yeah. Oh, I, so I, seriously, one of the things I respect about you so much is this idea of happy but never satisfied. Just seems like that's who you are, and it doesn't even matter Man, what all it is. Like you reach the top of the one mountain, you look at for the next mountain, the higher mountain, and it's. I don't know if that's yes. just, are you born with that? Or is that something you had? I think it is something you're born with. I think that is something you're born with. I, I think, I think, you know, you always hear people like, you know, uh, hard work works hard when, uh, you know, uh, oh, somebody ringing my doorbell right there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, that hard work beats talent when talent don't work hard, right? And, oh. right, and having that mentality of of wanting it, man, you know? Greatness is, you know, great. I think greatness is in you. And that's that's something I'm, I, I, I just, that's been my mentality <laughs> since since forever. And, and also being able to do that in a way that doesn't hurt other people. Yeah, that's yeah I think that, right? Because a, a lot of people get to, sometimes people get to the top of mountains by stepping on other people's heads. And that's the thing that I can't, that I'm not okay with, mm-hmm. you know? And, and that's the thing that I think for me is, is disrespectful in a lot of different ways. I learned that, you know, it's funny, and I won't go deep into this, but I've met a lot of, I've met a lot of, this is something that surprised me. I've met a lot of dumb millionaires. <laughs> and I was like, how is that a thing? You know what I'm saying? Like, how is, how is that possible? And I realized that, that success is something you earn, right? But wealth is something that is given to you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Wow, these okay. You don't have to, right?" So it's it's, it's it was interesting that you see people sometimes that have the richest lives but the poorest pockets. Oh and, yeah, that's good. You know, right? And it's like okay. Well, if I and if I focus on just being the greatest that ever done it, to focus on helping people, then all that other stuff will come with it. That that's that's right. Those are uh, symptoms to the to the cold. I think right, like to the sick. You know, so it's yeah. like if that if I could do that, the other the symptoms that come with being a great person is friendship and you know and loyalty and success and things like that. So that's the thing that's exciting. Oh man, this whole thing is just <laughs> oh, it's so good. Okay, so at the end of all the podcasts, I ask these five quick questions. It doesn't have to be. Um, you can I'm ready. You ready? 
Wait, before I ask you that, I have to, just because we're talking about songs and your music and everything, for anyone listening or watching, if there's one, if they could only listen to one Frizzy song, and we already talked about Gold in it, which is amazing, so you're not allowed right. to say that one. Okay, now I'll say Gold. What would you tell, what would you say is the, I guess I'm asking you your favorite song that you've ever, you've ever written and performed. Dang, dog, that's, wow. Um, that's probably a really brutally tough. Really, question. that's that's <laughs> terrible. I, I, I despise you for this question. Um, man, dog, it's, uh, it's funny too, man, because there's a lot of new stuff coming out that is some of my favorites that I, that I can't say yet. I would probably say this out now. It'd be between my song, my song "Ruins." is one of my favorite songs ever, just writing that and create. That was one of the first songs I listened to. Like, I can't believe I wrote this. It's featuring wow. Morgan, Morgan Arena. Um, and that's the intro on my album, God King Slate. So anybody can go listen to Ruins right now. That that's that's to me, feels like a timeless record. Uh, and I would say, uh, probably, I have so many favorites. Ouija is probably the big one for me because Ouija, I think, is lyrically, um, we, we just, to me, is lyrically the song that I would play. If someone was like, why, why are you the best rapper that ever exists? I think Ouija would be the one I would let them listen to. Like, yo, Ouija is, that, that's the one I think that cements me in the conversation. How do you spell Ouija for those looking it up? Uh, that, that's funny. I think it's O-U-J-I-A. Yeah, it's a weird. It's a weird spelling word. Yeah, it's, it's a weird. Yeah, it's, it's a weird. I might have to ask Alexa to help. I think. That, <laughs> I think when we, I'm trying to think. I think I might have asked you that one on one, and I believe that's the one that you said to me. As I think well. we is the one I said. Yeah, yeah because oh, it's weird because there's a song that I got coming out that I've been doing some stuff, but they had to get some rights cleared too. That I think is like my best song ever coming out. Um, that I feel like is like a legendary record. Uh, but I'm, I'm interested to see, you know, as I continue to create in my career, that's the thing that's exciting is, is, is topping myself and doing these things that like, you know, I'm like, Oh, this is my favorite song now that I finish it. And I'm like, this is my favorite song. It's really like having a whole bunch of kids. Like I just have a whole <laughs> bunch of kids that are just like my favorite kids. And I'm like, oh, you know, cause it's your crap. It's your creation. It's your baby. Like, you know, those are the things that are like, Oh man, like, Oh, so yeah. So it's, 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 that's a hard question, man, but it's, it's, it's a fun one. I can, it's just so obvious to me that if you, if you didn't get paid a dime, you would still be doing this without it. Like you just love it. You just love now, it. It's so cool. Love it, man. I love life, man. I love waking up every morning, man. This is like, oh man, it's, it's great. You know, waking up every morning feels like getting picked first for the baseball team or for a pickup yeah. game, you know, cause it's like, man, I get to live another day. I get to create a new impact. And that, and that's something that I said yesterday, even on my Instagram is that, Every day, do something to surprise tomorrow. Mm. Right? Well, no, if you do something to sorry, do something to surprise today, that and then I promise tomorrow will surprise you back. You know? Oh. So, yeah. So do something to surprise today, and then tomorrow will surprise you back. And I think that that's that's my that's you know I have those I have that I have you know not asking for help your dreams not big enough that's something that I live by. Um, and, wait, wait, and say, just say that one again real quick because I want to make sure we got that in there. What was it again? Yes, I if just, you're not oh. asking. If you're not asking for help, your dream's not big enough. And, you know, and, and I think that that's, 
when I explain it to people, I, you know, I've, I've had the honor of speaking at a lot of Ivy League schools. You know, I spoke at Harvard Law, Berkeley, you know, CMU, about to do Yale. And, um, and, and, and to me, I'm working on, I'm control, I'm writing my, I'm controlling the handwriting of my legacy, of how my legacy is written, right? But understanding that someone else created the paper, someone else created the pen, mm. someone taught me how to write. So I can't, I can't write my legacy on my own. I'm just controlling the handwriting. That's it. How, is leg, how, how, is, how legible is my legacy? So all the good things I do in my life make my, make my legacy even more, more legible. When you yeah. do messed up stuff or you do things to tarnish that, it makes it sloppy. Mm-hmm. And then how can people read that when you're gone? But I still got to take the time out. I had to ask for help. I had to ask for somebody to create that pen. I had to ask for somebody to create that paper. That person that created that paper, I got to also show respect to that tree that created that thing, right? Yeah. So I, I can't just be littering out here because I got to appreciate the earth that gave birth to that tree that allowed us to make that paper that allowed me to write. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. there's a continuous cycle that we never, we never do, we never truly do anything alone. If we look, if we look around, and that's what's, you know, that's the that's the thing. So. You know, just just working. You know, working working on the legibility of my legacy. I love I don't that. Even know legibility is a real word. We won't roll with that. It is. I think. I, I, I think so. I'm gonna say it with confidence. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't ask for help, your dream isn't big enough. I had that written down. I I need to never forget that because I think that's a really that's Thank a powerful you. quote right there. Thank All right, you. are you ready for the final five? Hit me with the final five, man. Here we I'm go. ready. I'm stretched out. Loose. <laughs> About five day workout, baby. I'm here. <laughs> I gotta admit, you kind of already half answered this one already, but I'm still gonna okay. ask you anyway. Okay. How how does Frizzy want to be remembered? Yes, I love I love that, man. I love that question. I ask people that question. No one's no one's really asked me that, so I love that. Um I wanna be remembered as someone that as someone that made the world a better place, right? You, you hear a lot of people say that, right? But I, I want to be someone, I want people to look at me as a, as a constant inspiration. Mm. Like even when I'm gone, right? It's like, this is why I'm working. This is why having a day named after me is, is means so much to me or, you know, eventually having a statue or, you know, or having these songs on the charts or creating music, something that can last forever. Um, I want people to be able to be inspired by me constantly um, even when I'm gone. So, you know, I, that's what I, I want to be. That's what I want to be remembered. I want to be remembered as somebody that was the best to ever do it and was also the best at making people better than him. Oh, that's good too. I like that. It's, it's like, it's like this selfless person, but you also want to be the best. It's so interesting. I mean, I think it makes yeah. a ton of sense. Yeah, man, it's it's a cycle, you know. It's it's. Um, I would always say it's it's dying by a thousand cuts, right? Yeah. But those thousand cuts are IVs. Oh, I don't know how you come up with these. I mean, this, this is it, it, seriously. I know I'm not the only one saying this. Whoever's listening and watching is going, "How does he just come up with such?" It's ridiculous. Some of the thank you, man. Just I just picture this, just thinking of it, just visually seeing it. Like if I'm a dad from a thousand cuts, it's gonna be from a thousand IVs. (laughs) You know, (laughs) you you're so good at at this whole chat. I I'm gonna ask you this one too, and you've you've alluded to this answer. Okay. What are you most 
thankful for? And it doesn't have to be as a musical artist. It could be yeah. as whatever you want. What are you most thankful for? Um, that's great. This is going to sound weird, man. I'm thankful for time. I'm, like I'm, thankful, I'm thankful for time. I'm thankful, I'm thankful for uh, the time before me, right? The time that I'm in and the time that come in the future, because what, what I'm working for every day is, is to be, is to be within the time that I'll never see. Right. The reason I exist is for the time that I've never seen. So, so it's about doing the things, doing the thing in the time that I had to reflect, right? Because eventually my time here, my present will become some, will become the past. Right. Well, so someone else will be able to say that. So some other artists a hundred years from now, I'll be like, man, I got, I did this in Pittsburgh. It's because Frizzy opened that door. You know, uh, you know, it's so funny, man. Another thing I say a lot of things, obviously, but <laughs> one of my, one of my favorite things is I work for the conversations I'll never hear. Work oh, for the conversations man. you'll never hear. Those conversations that, right. And that goes from, from now and that goes from in the future, you know. Um, it came to me because I was at school, you know, when you sit at, like I was talking about earlier, you sit at the lunch table and you talk about your favorite artist, right? Or let's say you're at the, you know, what they say at work, the water and hole, right? You're talking about the new movie that came out or your favorite song or, and realized that, like, I realized every time I talked about it, my favorite Jay-Z moments, he never heard that. He never heard me at the lunch table talking about that, but that added to his legacy. That added to his greatness. Uh, that was a conversation he'll never hear. Right. So and then like, you know, with the unfortunate passing of like Chadwick Boseman, for instance, everyone, everyone is talking about him right now. The world is talking about him. And that's a conversation that he'll never hear. And and but what he did while he was here created those conversations. Right. So it's like, let your life create your alphabet and let the world pick the letters. You know, it's 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 amazing, man. Work for the conversations you'll never hear. Did I write that down right? Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Perfect. You say some of these lines, and you almost need to pause for a minute so I can like get it all figured out in my head because <laughs> some of this stuff is—it's only like eight words, but it's so deep and it's just profound. I love it. Thank you, man. Thank uh, you. All right, here's my favorite question to that I'm pumped to ask you, and and you're you're actually answering it in that move that you just did right there, which is okay. what is I've seen this man cut up the rug before, and it's highly <laughs> entertaining and impressive. What is Frizzy's best dance move? You know what's dope, man? I'm 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 so are we talking like in shoes or in socks in the kitchen? Because really in socks in the kitchen, whoo! I'm Michael Jackson. It was. <laughs> Listen, my socks. Oh, my moonwalk is nasty, dog. Uh, <laughs> um, I would, I would say, you know what though? I'm, I'm a good. Uh, oh, I'm gonna take it back, man. I'm really good. I'm really good at the hill toe. You ever see that dance? People don't really do it too much now. So I'm good at like all the new dances. I can do the new dances well too. I'm a dancer at heart. But I remember, man, seeing the hill toe and was like, yo, this dance. It's like when you cross your feet in opposite direction at the same time. It's really hard to do. And I remember when I learned it, I was like, yo, I'm, I just used to practice it every day in my, in my room. I think it came out when I was like in high school. And I was like, yo, I can do the hill toe. So anytime a dance would start, I just do the hill toe. You're really good at it though. That, listen, I, I went through a lot of heels on my toes. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> but I kind of, maybe that's why they, they called it that. Oh, um, I mean, can we get you to start performing in socks so you can just moonwalk it out while you're up there? I'm, trying, I'm looking for a sock. If anybody listens to this, I'm looking for a sock sponsor right now. Uh, like, yeah. You know, I'm, and I'm also that dude that sleeps in my socks because, like, 
Warm feet. Uh, you wake up with a warm toe. You know what I'm saying? That's starting the day off right, man. Warm, you know, show your toes love out here. You know, <laughs> shit. Take care of yourself. Pedicures, warm socks out here. We out here, you know? Shoot, I'm looking for a sock sponsor right now. I'm out here. <laughs> I did not expect at any point in this conversation to be talking about socks. And that's why I love you right there. We don't have any idea where this is going to go. That's the best. I promise part. you, man. Later on today, when you go to put on your socks, before you put on them, those sneakers, you go, I'm going to be there with you. I'm going to just be there like, that's right. Balance it out. Get the, You know what I'm saying? Because you know, people be lazy. They put them on. The heel was over on the side. The hand side is backwards. Listen. I, I may sleep in my socks in honor of Frizzy. You know what? Every January 11th, I'm definitely sleeping in my socks. because that's Come on, man. I'm actually, I think, my, my favorite socks, even though this is so random, my favorite socks are toe socks. I love toe socks. I think I know you know what you're saying? talking about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put your toes in the visuals. I, I actually have a collection of, like, ridiculous, like, comical socks. I'm a big sock person. You'll find out out about me. That and, 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 um, and onesies. But we'll talk about that later. Uh. <laughs> I should have did the whole interview in my onesie. Um, oh, but, yo, I'm gonna get you some frizzy toe socks. I'm gonna start them up. They're gonna be. They're gonna come, man. It's gonna be, it's, you know what I mean? <laughs> Next interview, we'll both be in onesies. I'm in for that. Let's do okay, it. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. I got like se- I got eight onesies in the crib right now. <laughs> Real life, all comic book. <laughs> all right, you ready? Second to last one. We're almost there. Hit me, hit me. Biggest obstacle you've overcome. Man, um, huh. uh, I, I would say, ooh, that's a good question, man. The biggest obstacle I think I've overcome, because I've overcome a lot, man. I've overcome a lot. Yeah, I've, over, I've overcome a lot. But I would say a generalization of it would just be to, <laughs> oh, man, I, I, I especially with where we are in America right now, I would say um, being being exactly what they say I can be, right? Like mm-hmm. b- literally being ex- being what history says I shouldn't be um, and doing it every day and doing it better every day, right? Um, I, I think the obstacle of being in rooms that I wasn't allowed to be in, you know? Um, or, or rooms that people would say that. Cause I know for me, it was like, I would say I had a goal to be somewhere and somebody would tell me like, you can't do that. That's not how, that's not how it works. And be like, yo, who are you talking to? Like, you tell me that that's going to make me, me do it even more so. And that's based off of stuff that I can control, you know? So then when we get to the conversation of like, you know, skin color and stuff and people being like, yo, you can't, that, that can't happen because of your skin color. I, don't control that. It's not like I was in the thing like, you know what? I think I'm gonna be black. I think I'm just going <laughs> if I got a selection, I think I'm gonna pick, you know what I mean? Like I was like, oh, and I came out like bang, like I'm you know, this it's so so I think I, I think the biggest thing I've overcome is show, making the world judge me off of things I can control and, and the thing and not off of things I can. Oh, that's really good. That's yeah, really, so, really good. Yeah, so that's that's so that's you know, that's always I think the goal is to continue to do that. And I feel like the more I do that, hopefully even bit by bit, um, the more I can change the world for the better and, and, and help make it a better place for everybody, um, yeah. no matter what. You know what I mean? And, and letting, letting my, great, my greatness define my ethnicity and not my skin color. I love that. And, and I have to acknowledge you, Frizzy, because um, whenever, you know, all this stuff that's going on in the world, I, 
I had a hard time, and I think you know this. I reached out to you. You're one of the first yeah. people I reached out to. And, yeah, and, it was amazing, man. I mean, Thank for you. Anybody, for oh, absolutely. And to be honest with you, I didn't even know what I should do. And I think you helped me just realize just keeping the conversation open of this whole race thing going on. And I, I appreciate you because you just helped me feel like it's okay that I can bring this stuff up. And yes. Yeah. Yes, it, it absolutely is. And that's something that's so huge. And, that, and that's something that I'm trying to work on on both sides, right, is, is teaching people to allow the conversation to happen. And it's okay that there's no, you know, you hear that big thing, there's no dumb questions, right? Yeah. Is that's real because it's okay to not know something, especially if you want to know it. And in this, in this world we're living in right now, especially to ridicule someone or to uh, be upset at them for wanting the knowledge is literally what we're trying to fight against. Literally, that's exactly what happened to black people. It was like, you can't go to school because you can't learn. You And then we're not even talking about women. You can't read. Women, you what? A woman would get killed for being able to read. So now we're in a place now where we're asking for change. People are asking, well, what bills do you have? Like, how do I, how do I get you? How do I want to give you exact change? And I'm like, what? You can't have my quarters? I need all this. <laughs> no. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's you know? Um, or, 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 or ask us, or, or I always, I was saying this as an example to one of my friends. It was like being like, um, y'all gotta go to the bathroom. And somebody goes, you gotta go number one or number two. And I go, how, how dare you ask me that question? How, oh my, my privacy, you asked me, right? But in reality, it's because the tool is broken and they don't want to send you to the wrong one. Oh, mm, yeah. So just letting them answer before you to make your decision. So I know for me, and it works both ways, right? So instead of me, instead of when I say Black Lives Matter, assuming that I mean anti-police is not, don't assume that. Allow me to ask me what I mean. Let's talk about it, right? Or somebody being like, I never even knew this race thing was going on. Instead of being like, what you, oh my gosh, you're a tip, right? Being like, why? Why not? Where did you experience? And that's also, you know, okay, well, now that you see it, what are you going to do about it? Let's allow the conversation to happen. Understand that people, everyone on both sides are asking questions to get enough knowledge to know better. That's so, honestly, we may need to have another follow-up like Facebook Live or something because- I'd be honored, man. You're opening up. I mean, I have like 4,000 questions in my head <laughs> going on right now. But I mean, hey, I, you know- I love you and I support you no matter what. And if, love if you too, man. You need me to be a part of uh, something where we, you know, talk about that in more depth. I'm happy to do it. Man, I would love to do that with you, man. It'd be exciting. I think one thing that a lot of young kids, um, and this is something that's personal for you, so you know this, um, is that a lot of kids that have come to me like, "Oh my gosh, I can do this now because Frizzy did it." And I was the first rapper to ever be named in Pittsburgh's 50 Finest, right? Um, and, or 40 under 40. I'm sorry, 40 under 40. Pittsburgh Magazine's 40 under 40. I was the first rapper ever. And when kids Google it and look at that picture of, of, a, of a young black man being in the, you know, prominently white magazine doing that, guess who I'm standing next to? <laughs> standing next to you, man. Right? And, at, and, yeah. and now to see us at this point now where we're having this conversation and legit friends, not just associates, not just someone who I like their status on Facebook, but legit friends, right? Someone who I actually care about. Um, and would run next to you with no shoes on as long as we were getting to the same place. And I love you for that. So, to, you know, thank you for it. Even within those moments, 
um, you know, seeing who I really am and allowing me to see who you really are. It's great. That's that's beautiful. And it's so true. And I love how you are exactly how you're coming off in this interview is who you are as a friend. And it's the only thing that I was a little upset with was in this picture Frizzy's talking about, there was two, <laughs> two guys and two women and my style of clothing got <laughs> so bad. It was embarrassing. So don't Google the picture because hey, hey, you look bad. I'm telling I'm gonna you. I'm going to put it on a t-shirt, dog. You look good. I'm okay, look, I'm okay with it, man. It was a good look. You know what I'm saying? We're out here. <laughs> you, hit the, you hit him with the shoulder first. You know what I mean? That's how you got to. When you know when you're classy, when you can hit him with the shoulder first. Like You're going to get all this elbow. Then you're going to get my face. I got I'm, you. I'm with you. I support I'm, you. I think you were telling me how to pose because I didn't know what I was doing. We were doing it together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's crazy to think that I think we did that. Work. We were at the Heinz, but we were at the Mr. Rogers thing. I yeah. Mean, they had a shoot there, right? And then I won the Emmy for that, which is crazy. That is, like, that's right? insane. That's awesome. Right? Oh, yeah. man. man. So good. All right, wait. Last question. Now I'll let you go. Here who, we go. Who is, and it could be more than one, it could be dead, alive, it doesn't matter. Who is your hero? Um, I have two two answers. I'll give you I'll give you one that people are expecting, and then I'll give you the unexpected one. Right? Okay. So I have uh, it's interesting, man. I have let me see, let me count. I have four heroes, right? Okay. Well, yeah. technically, I have five, but I have four heroes. Um, is uh, Jay Z. Will Smith, Kobe Bryant, and Black Panther, right? And I, and I say Black Panther um, as, and that's for me as a kid, right? My imagination, that was who I wanted to become. I was the first black superhero and be a kid with powers. And I was the first, and I wanted to be a king and seeing that in that, in that world. Um, and I had this, uh, I had and I have um, always, one of my the photos, like, you know, I have framed pictures that I always wanted was a photo of me at the, at the table eating dinner with Jay-Z, Will Smith, and Kobe Bryant. And I think um, him when Kobe passed, that was very hard for me. Uh, anyone who knows me, my nickname in college, in, in high school was KB, and oh, Kobe was that. everything. Yeah, I have the Kobe tattoos, all that stuff. Wow. Uh, so when he passed, it, not only did it hit me hard because I lost a hero, but then as, as the grief started to, to kind of balance out, um, I thought about the fact that I could never have that photo now. Right, I couldn't have dinner with him. And then as I got past that, I realized, excuse me, that I wasn't going to be able to say thank you. And, mm. and that was the main reason I wanted to meet him. And, and then for me, on my list of having three humans and, and one person that was a cartoon character as a hero, um, for him to pass a couple of days ago um, on Friday uh, was really hard for me to hit me hard. I cried. I felt like I lost another hero. And for me, Chadwick Boseman was somebody that brought my imagination to life, that brought him into the flesh. And I wanted to thank him for that. And then my nephew is 10 years old, turning 11 um, this month. And for him, that's all he knew. Chadwick wasn't an actor. That was Black Panther. Um, so so those are you know my four heroes. And I've lost two that I haven't had a chance to meet. Um, but I realized that I'm, I'm still going to, you know, uh, shake their wives' hands and their children. And, and then also still have dinner with Jay-Z and Will. I still got them here. So that's, that's a goal for me. Um, but then the, the, the other answer is God. God is my, God is my hero. Uh, the, all, all the things that he's done and created. I'm a creator myself. Um, so 
So if, if I'm going to be inspired or look up to anybody, it's going to be the ultimate creator. And that for me is, is a big thing for me. And that's, so to see the wake up every day and to see every day exist, that's inspiration enough for me. So that's what I try to model myself after. And, and I think that, you know, for me, everyone should in a way, um, just to be a better person in general. But for me, that's, that's where I'm at. God is, God is my hero. Shout out to JC. Shout out to Jesus. I see you out here. You know what I'm saying? I ain't forget about you. You out here. Um, but, you know, shout out to dad. Yeah, I got to give dad props first, you know. I know y'all blended, but y'all still got to give dad props. Um, but, yeah, so that's, 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 that's really for me. In order for me, especially in my career, I am a creator. I create things that don't exist. I change moods. I do things. So who else to be a hero but the person that created something that didn't exist and creates mood and, and how people decide to go. So that's, that's a big thing for me. Oh, man. I... First off, you didn't, you don't know that these questions are coming. And it's almost to me, like, I think that says a lot about you, that you, you have those heroes in your head. Sounds like daily. I mean, it's daily, man. That's awesome. I love that. Daily. Yeah. My shirt. Actually, you can't see my shirt. Oh, shirt. Right oh, wow. That's a cool shirt. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. My friend, my friend Sarah Moon got it for me, man, for my birthday last year. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to put up a video, like showing my whole Black Panther collection because it's, it's ridiculous, like how much love. <laughs> so, I I must fully admit, I've I have not seen that movie with him in it, and I have to see it now. Oh, we're gonna do then, then. Then you guys can't see it without me. Then, then we need to do that together, <laughs> like for real, for real. Awesome. Like, yeah, you'll come over. You know, what I mean, we'll do it together. So that, that's something that I want to share with you guys, and uh, it, it still hurts me to this day. I have actually uh, Black Panthers from Wakanda, and I have Wakanda and the language of Wakanda tattooed all over my body. Um, I didn't know any of this. Wow. Yes. I have it. So, I mean, it's been something since I was a young kid. And yeah. you'll see when, whenever we see each other how much Black Panther stuff I, I truly, truly I have. Like yeah, I'm the collection kidding. is ridiculous. ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I can admit I mean, that out loud. I, I, I don't even know where to, like, how to even say thank you. Because this, this has been just incredible from, I, I love that. It's fun, it's funny, it's silly, and then it's inspiring and motivating. And you just hit every you man. you blew my expectations so far out of the water. It's insane. Thank you and so much, man. I'm I honored, mean, man. This is just you're such a good friend, and I appreciate your time. And tell everybody what's the best way to get a hold of Frizzy. How can they follow you? How can they connect with you, etc.? Oh man, so you know it's it's Frizzy spell F-R-Z-Y. I am on every single thing you can imagine. So, and it's Frizzy on every single thing. You know, Frizzy with no extra words or no extra numbers or no extra. It's F R Z Y everywhere you want to be. You know what I mean? Like American Express. I'm out here. So, <laughs> you know, just follow me on everything, man. Listen to some of the music if you're on iTunes, Spotify, Tidal, um, Pandora. It doesn't matter where you are. Facebook Frizzy, Instagram Frizzy, Twitter Frizzy, TikTok Frizzy. Um, uh, everywhere, man. Just you know, just. I, I I asked you to come with me on this journey, please, and just, you know, um, continue to help make my legacy a little more legible. So I'm excited. That's a, it's such a oh, – I love how you just come <laughs> up with these – I'm going to rewatch this like six times because i got to make sure I write all this stuff down. Hey, I can't wait to post this thing up, man. I'm excited, <laughs> man. I'm excited. And yeah, just yeah. so thank you, man, for having me on here. Thank you to all your listeners that's taking the time out to listen. I appreciate y'all too. Um, and please continue to have conversations about me. I'll never hear, man. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you again for your time, my friend. Best of luck. It's not really luck, though. Best of skill to you. And, uh, we'll <laughs> I'm chat. using that. I'll take it back. Oh, I love there you that. go. Yeah, you uh, can go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my man. 
I'll talk to you soon. I doubt how. Thanks for listening to another episode of Living the Dream with Matt Scaletti. I'm so grateful for you. Please share this podcast on your social media so others can benefit from this valuable content. Also, please subscribe to my podcast because if you aren't, I am watching you. (laughs) Check me out on social media and message me if you need me as your keynote speaker at Matt Scaletti on social media. I respond to all messages. Thanks and I love you so much. Oh, 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 oh,